Hello and welcome to the Sovereign Collective Podcast, where we bring you real raw truth for your self-empowerment. I'm your host, Sasha Calavota, and I believe that you can stand on your own two feet, but that you don't have to do it alone. I love learning from people who continually strive to raise the bar, to go against mainstream thinking, and who dare to question the general consensus. People are risking ridiculed or even risk the loss of their professional status as they bravely question the common narratives and challenge the rest of us to expand our minds and to reconsider what we think we already know. Join me in learning how to take control of your health and your mind so that you can have the energy to think more clearly and the confidence to step up and take responsibility for all aspects of your life. We promise to never censor here because I believe you are strong enough to hear the real raw truth to make up your own mind. If you like what you find here at the Sovereign Collective Podcast, then please share with your friends and family. I so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And now on to the show. Hi, y'all. This is Sasha here for two quick announcements before we get on to our interview for today. First of all, if you are looking for quality supplements, quality tonic herbs, some specialty food items, and you're in and around Calgary, then please go check out Lotus Herbal Health, a great family-run store that has two locations in Calgary. You can find them at lotusherbalhealth.ca to find out where their locations are, or you can shop online and they will pretty much deliver anywhere. So quality supplements, tonic herbs, great staff, check out lotusherbalhealth.ca. Secondly, I want to announce the relaunch of my program called Your Conscious Pregnancy and Parenting Guide, which consists of experts in their fields around the world on consciousness and parenting and education and nutrition and dentistry and homeopathy and more. This is a program I created after my son was born about 10 years ago, a little bit more than that. And I am now very concerned after the events of 2020 for our future generations. And I believe the time is now for conscious parenting and for conscious parents to rise up and take, to take back our pregnancies and our births and our parenting and the resilience of our children and of future generations. The time is now. We change the course of history by changing the course of our future generations. And we do that by consciously raising them, consciously birthing them, consciously conceiving them, feeding them good food, and taking back the responsibility of raising healthy, well-adjusted, robust people. Resilience. It's time to build resilience. So please go check out sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide, and you will be able to check out all of the amazing material in there. It's time for us to understand how our worldviews are formed, how our self-views are formed, and how to impact that and how that impacts the society on a whole. So check it out, sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide. And now on to the show. Hello everyone, it's Sasha here for another interview for the Sovereign Collective Podcast. And today I'm here with my beautiful and wise friend, Katharina Coons of Personal Evolution. She is a woman on her path and I really think just really starting to get into the create the impact that you're going to create. I really think I've known Katharina for quite a while. I'm at her beautiful home in Kelowna, BC right now. And uh, she has definitely just stepped up her game and she's really stepping into, I have to sell Kelly Brogan's terms, owning yourself mm-hmm. and really owning yourself and knowing yourself and being unapologetic about that. And people that I, I always love that about people, that energy of not caring what the other person thinks and just going down your path. So Katharina, she's a fitness trainer. She's been a fitness trainer for 25 years. She's a comprehensive health coach. So we're going to find out what that means exactly. 
She does Thai massage therapy, and she also does workshops and retreats for women. She's been a speaker, a speaker on summits. She's done numerous retreats. She's just, she just continues to share her wisdom and to go and really impact, I would say mostly women, right? You train men as well, but you really focus on women. And she has now just recently launched her body freedom program, which I think is going to be seriously powerful and something that you might want to get to know about. And we're going to talk about that today because body freedom, how many women out there actually have it? How many women obsess about their bodies constantly, hate their bodies, whatever. So we're going to get into that and about how that could impact you and really maybe bring you more, more broad freedom in your life when you actually achieve body freedom because you, you, you leave so much, you create so much space, right? Absolutely. So you create so much space. So anyway, so thank you, Katharina, for being here today. I am super stoked to just, I don't know. Well, it's so exciting. So thank you for this opportunity and to be able to play with you in this way, because we both have so much similarity in our, um, our passion for health and, and supporting other people in their journeys as well. So I'm so excited. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So before mm-hmm. we find out about what Catherine is doing now and how she can help us, I want to talk about how, why do you care about body freedom? Mm. How did you get, like, you've been on this path for a long time. I have. So how did yeah. that start out and why, how, what, what are the, what are the paths that brought you to where you are today? Yeah. Well, you know, right now where I am in my body, I, sometimes you don't realize until you've kind of gone to some another, till you've arrived somewhere else that you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that that was how I was feeling in my body, that that was how I was um, accessing um, the world through this limited perspective of Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as a child, I was always very active. I always, um, had, you know, I was pretty free as a child. And I often call upon my inner child to help me today because she was so free in who she was until, you know, until that sort of indoctrination and the need to be accepted and all that kind of stuff. Not to say there wasn't any of that, but um, so when I decided to go into fitness, um, I did so from the perspective of like, this is what I love to do. I love moving in my body. But I also, at the time, personal training was very glamorous and Mm. it was for the stars. And it was like, okay, I'm taking this fitness leadership, but I don't really know what that's going to look like. And as I started to, an opportunity arose for me to work at one of the first personal training studios in Calgary. And I loved it. Like I had already been working, you know, just doing programs at the World Health. And even though that wasn't a well-paid job, I enjoyed the experience of helping people to um, just get more fit in their bodies and recognizing that, you know, some personal trainers would say, well, if you're not going to do exactly what I say, and you're not going to, you know, turn into this like svelte human being, I'm not going to train you anymore because you're going to give me a bad name. Ah, right. And Mm -hmm. really it's not about me. It's about through this space of vulnerability. And I think that that's why I had such longevity with my clients. And my mentor would often say like, I have never seen a trainer with so much that I'd have clients for 15, 20 years until I moved out here because it's about sharing in the whole journey. It's not just about you're going to, you know, I'm going to put you through a great workout. Like there's 168 hours in a week. So if you are only with me for two or three hours in a week, how are you sleeping? How are you eating? How are you moving in those others 165 hours? Mm -hmm. Right. So giving that perspective, but also sharing through that vulnerability and the truth of what I've come through. So coming back to that question that you asked, 
is that when I was younger, I, I was, I was always kind of, uh, when I was younger, I was kind of, I wasn't overweight. I didn't have a weight problem. I never thought about my weight until I became a teenager and I started to dive into fitness. I, I got my first gym membership when I was 16 and I started to feel like how I could morph my body. I could change my body. I could sculpt my body. Mm. And, but then it started to come into a bit of an obsession and I started to become hyper-focused. I started to be like, you know, rigid in how I was eating. I was thinking about my next meal all the time. I was like, you know, how could I get rid of this little bit here? You know, just all, you know, that obsessiveness. Mm -hmm. And as a child, because I didn't have a weight issue as a child, my pattern though, whenever I was feeling uncomfortable emotionally, I would just go from fridge to cupboard to freezer, fridge, cupboard, freezer, and just shove it down until I was so full that that sensation was more familiar, more comfortable that I took away from that underlying vibrational, I don't know what to do with emotions thing. So it wasn't until like as a personal trainer and helping other uh, clients, you know, get more fit in the body, I started to explore more of the other pieces as I went through my own uh, dis-ease when I was in my late twenties, I, even though I was doing all the right things, I was eating well and I was exercising, but I was experiencing anxiety. I was uh, constipated. I felt brain fog. I felt, um, just not myself. And it's because that pressure, that, that pressure I was putting myself under of how I needed to appear and what I needed to do in order to appear that way in the way that I thought that that had to look. And so I started to, it started to manifest itself physically in my body that way. So that was when I started my inner journey. And that's when I started to explore other pieces. And that's when I created my flow meditation CD, mm-hmm. which is really about only experiencing the gratitude and acceptance of what's in my body and just going through and catching all those parts, my eyes, my ears, my nose, and my organs, but also like my whole body touching to, to, express that gratitude to experience the gratitude and not like, Oh, I'm grateful for this. You know, I just wish that it didn't do this or it didn't have this or <laughs> right. Right. It's very conditional. Love, <laughs> right? it? yes. And all of a sudden things started to shift and change. And so as I learned how to emotionally heal and feel, then I really got those other pieces and how that was important and then started to explore And for myself is when I started to let go of like having to put that hour in the gym every day. And that's when, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago is when I started to do my 20 minute workouts. So I would have this, you know, more intense workout in a shorter period of time. And I got way better results, but we're also cyclical as women. For those women of you that are watching, we're also cyclical. And I'm going to be talking about this today Mm. because if you do the same thing all the time, eat the same way, move the same way you're actually going against your natural rhythm and you might find that you're just not getting the results that you want. So, and that's a big thing. So let's get into that. So, mm-hmm. cause I am a really big fan of eating seasonally, looking at the seasonal nature of the world around us, like not expecting food from New Zealand mm-hmm. in the middle of a winter in Alberta when, you know, what did we, what did we just recently harvest? So what are the fruits available right now in the summertime? We have an abundance right now. Like there's so many things. So looking at that, looking at the, the, the light and dark cycles, looking at the cycle. And I think more for women as well, adjusting for the cycles of the month. It doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. There's still, we have a cyclical nature. So all this stuff. So 
now your 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 body freedom program i think that's one of the elements that you talked about right yeah so getting into that for sure okay so where should we go with this should we do we want to talk about your talk about the over about the freedom your program and then go into the cyclical nature like yeah, they're, kind so of, they're kind of tied in yeah so why did you create this program first of all so you have this body freedom program yeah and what was the driving force behind mm-hmm. that well you know i moved to Kelowna. i left i left my clients i left my business that i had built up and i moved to Kelowna to be here with our uh my stepdaughter and i'm now her full-time um stepmom uh as her mother was navigating a transition in her from her cancer and she and she did pass so coming here and rebuilding and restarting it was actually the perfect incubator for me to finally birth that which mm-hmm. i've always wanted to create which is an online program and uh to support women and why women i have been uh i have been doing workshops and retreats specifically for women for the last five years with my partner jennifer steed we do these um divine uh, deep ecology of the women of the women deep ecology of the feminine uh, retreats and uh, every year we host it somewhere different and it's a great way to just dive or dive deeper into the ecology that our own inner ecology and the feminine ecology tying that into nature because we are divorcing ourselves from nature which is a big part of the problem right now huge yeah yeah and so um i spent the last year creating this program specifically for women. And my challenge and why I hadn't done it to this point was like, how do I create something for, for the, for the member to dive into, to be a part of, but also not just go through this mimicking motion, um, just following something. It's like this invitation to dive in and explore a new way of being in your bodies. And so when I created the body freedom program, The no excuse workout is sort of the foundational movement aspect of it. And it is strength training based. uh, And I use exercise tubing, which has uh, the handles, not the ones that are the flat. I should have brought one out here. Um, But the exercise tubing, uh, because it's progressive resistance, meaning that from the attachment point, whether that's your body, if you're standing on the tubing, or if you have it attached to a door or a pole, that progressive resistance is going to continue to, to get stronger rather than like lifting a, a free weight, which you're working against gravity. So you're having to move all these heavy things, but also the way that gravity falls against you. Like if I'm doing a bicep curl, there's a point when it's harder and there's a point where it's easier. Whereas that progressive resistance allows for all ranges of motion. You can go from low to high, high to low, you know, transverse, uh, all the different planes of motion. It really mimics true motion. And then you can pick the size of the tubing that will um, also help you to progress so that you can go from lighter to heavier. You can add a couple of them together. Um, and as cyclical beings, there is, a t- there is a time in your cycle where you want to push a little bit more. You want to exert a little bit more. And there's a time when you're going to want to step back a little bit. And so the tubing allows for that for you because you can stand further away, step closer in, harder tubing, easier tubing. And so that kind of was the foundational piece. And I give all this posture and alignment um, education so that you know how to hold. It makes me sit up straight. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that you know how to hold your body when you're moving so that you're not just like when's lunch and you're not just like mimicking movement. If I'm doing a row, I'm not just pulling the tubing towards me. I'm learning how to isolate the back muscle, become the back muscle. So when I close my eyes and even just think about it, I automatically put myself in the position it needs to be in because now it's engaged. Now I can feel it engaged. 
And so when I'm moving in that space, I'm going to get tenfold results rather than just kind of using whatever to just move it. Right. And then also preventing injury and strengthening your muscle around proper posture. Because if you're not doing all of that and you're exercising, you're further reinforcing your muscle strength around that improper posture. Yeah. And there's, and, and posture these days, people, we need to stand up straight. You look at days of old and you see people, you, you barely ever saw anybody hunched over. Now you see these young kids with their heads way out in front of yes. their shoulders and the posture is unbelievable. And I think coming back to that, that, that comment that you made around the cyclical is time to change your activity, depending on the monthly cycle. I think women can, should take that across the board, right? Like they the tend to do that and push, too. push, push the way you eat, the way you take care of other people not caring for yourself, not that self-care. And I think this is a beautiful way for women to bring in that self-care because if we take care of ourselves, we're so much stronger for the community around us, whether that be our families or some kind of broader community. But when we suffer, everyone suffers. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a really important thing. Like my husband knows, you know, happy, whatever they say, you know, happy wife, happy life yeah, kind of thing yeah, or whatever, yeah. happy yes. mummy, whatever he says, I yeah. says something. Yeah. but I think we really need to take that to heart because we think, and we think we, we, we have this badge of honor that we push through, yes. right. We push through, we get it done. We, 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 we volunteer at school. We work the job, we make the dinner. And it's like, and then you just, and then you work out on top of yes. it and you think you're not, and you wonder why you're not getting the results right. that you expect to be getting. And to be honest, this is like just triggering. The reason why I wanted to also focus on women is that I have seen so many women come through the gym door that have such a hard time with the whole, the diet deprivation. And it's like, work out more, work out more, work out more, eat less, work out more. And they're yeah. working out twice a day sometimes. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then they're like, I'm only eating 1200 calories and I can't figure out why my weight won't budge. And it's like, oh my God. Right. Poor body. Right? <laughs> and Catherine works at what? Three times a week for like 20 minutes. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, it works. <laughs> it works totally. Yeah. So, and that's the thing I came from, you know, working at the gym five days a week, at least an hour, an hour and a half at a time. And who wants to do that? Mm -hmm. you no, know, I don't, I don't. Exactly. Do and I took you and Jake through, uh, yeah, Basically, we did yeah. a workout the other day. Another friend was here. She just left and we did a great little workout done. And I've done that last year. I did that yeah. as well too. Yeah. And they're effective. Yeah. So if you don't have time or you think you don't have time, that might not actually be true. It might be just a story that you're telling mm -hmm. yourself. And, and this what is other why... stories are you telling yourself? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. All the stories. And that's why this is the no excuse workout. The no excuse workout unleashed that, 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 that what are the excuses? I don't have the money. I don't have the time and I don't have anywhere to do it. Right. Well, this is the no excuse. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be daunting. It doesn't have to be. We have to remember that we have this indoctrinated idea uh, of what we're supposed to look like in our bodies and what we're supposed to do to be like in the superwoman. We pride ourselves in this like badge of honor. Like I can do it all. We do. Right. Yeah, we do. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, and the thing is, is who's suffering our, our families, our kids, the next generation they don't have this. And in an age where it's all about transgenderism and, you know, removing the masculinity from the male and the mountain and adding more masculine traits to the female, it, like, we need those roles. We need those, the nurturer, the provider, the security. We need all of that. And our kids are suffering from the lack of that. And this is so politically not correct. And I don't care. I, I really don't care. But it, it's, it's not 
what our children need. And I, if you've listened to my podcast before and know what I do, I also have a program on conscious pregnancy and parenting and our future generations are at risk. And the health of home environment is such an important part of that. And I think women with the women taking care of themselves. Yes, absolutely. That is such Mm -hmm. a key part of that. Yeah. Right. And we don't think it's good. We're not good enough if we're Mm -hmm. doing all these different things. And that's Mm -hmm. just a story we've been sold and we bought. Right. Exactly. So true. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're sharing this message, Sasha, because, you know, you are such a fierce woman and I love watching the way that you, with your knowledge base too, but the way that you just bring this out and it's an invitation and it's, it's, it's beautiful. So thank you for, thank you. Thank you for being that force in this world. Thank you. (laughs) So, okay. So let's talk about, so why is your program unique? There's a lot of programs. There are a lot. There's like, so what's different about your approach? Well, so, so I made this program, first of all, very affordable, and this is an introductory, introductory offer. And it's a monthly online it's a monthly online and there's you will in each each new member gets a 40 minute or 40, yeah, 40 minute onboarding session one-on-one with me so that I can get to know what's going on for you what are your challenges what is your lifestyle and get you started on the right foot and go through the entire program with you and they say this is specifically where I want you to start and then we have monthly check-ins we have Um, I have body uh, temple webinars every month to give you all those other pieces as well as not just the movement. I have a nutritional roadmap so that you can learn how to put together your healthy meals without diet and deprivation, without counting calories. And so I go through that with you. And so that you have your own daily um, log that you can just, as you're getting started to figure out, okay, well, how do I, like, how do I know when I'm supposed to eat my carbohydrates? How do I know? Like, and your body's going to be different. And so the other piece is this metabolic mayhem that is going on underneath often that is sabotaging our ability to get the results. So a lot of women, it's like their weight won't budge. They're eating like birds and they're inflamed and why, right? So what is that? What is that thing going on underneath? How are we going to, you know, get to the source rather than just constant band-aids and, and taking pills that are going you know, that just hide the symptom for a little while, but we're still struggling. Right. Mm -hmm. And that sleep is so important. And that's one of the things I don't think people realize is there's, there's so much, um, so much pride in all these quotes out there is, you know, like, you know, you're not tired. You're, um, talking, there was one quote that I read something about it's our, uh, it's our souls that are tired and, you know, but basically trying to like talk about how we need to, um, just live more. Right. And that's a good message. We do need to live more, but we also need to sleep well. <laughs> it's we important we it's important piece of it. So, um, the, the no excuse workout is going to work with your cyclical nature. Now, if you're not menstruating, you are still a cyclical woman. You're still a cyclical being. Right. And so what that means is that moving a little bit more with the moon cycle. And when we step into that cyclical way of being that, what does that look like? So we have, um, that first follicular phase, and that's going to be like stepping, you just finished your cycle. And if you haven't just finished your menstruation, then, um, it, that's kind of like more right after the full moon, right? So just starting to feel a little more energized, step into those things that you love to do, um, and get moving. Right. 
But then that part around your ovulation or around the new moon is where you can really do those HIIT workouts. But if you do your HIIT workout right before you're going to get your period, you're actually going to work against your body and you're not going to get the benefits as well, right? Same with the way that you eat. There's a time in your cycle when our bodies actually burn like 250 more calories a day. And I know we're not talking about calories, but it's the fact that our body actually does different things. Our brain chemistry is different. Our cortisol levels are different, right? We have this circadian rhythm, which is a daily cycle, your sleep and wake cycles, the moon and, and sun cycles, right? And that is important for your cortisol. That's important to have regulated as well. And that's where you're going to get outside first thing, get the sun in your eyes, get your feet on the ground get that melatonin working for you at nighttime. But that infradium rhythm, we have as women have been so like, you know, we get lumped into just like being human beings and we are not the same as men. And so when we can start working- That's an important message. Yeah. Like we are not the same as men and that that affects us and impacts us. And we're, we're trying to pretend that we're all the same. Yes. We're not. Right. We're not the same. We're not the same. Yeah. So when we can start to explore these new ways, and that's my another invitation is this curiosity and wonderment of our bodies. I think we've lost that. It's just like constantly trying to discipline ourselves into shape. And discipline is important. But what I like to focus on is more of the devotion, out of devotion to yourself. What are you willing to engage? How... If you're, if you're devoted to, and let's say your top priorities or your values is family and health, but you're working 20 hours a day and, you know, you're stopping for your latte in the afternoon because you just can't get through the day. So how, how do we match more of those values with the priorities? And through that devotion is like, as women, how do you really want to feel in your body? Let's get reconnected to that feeling, which is the feminine, and then start acting in a way that will allow you to feel that way. So that that action isn't about, I want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight because if I lose weight, then I'll be happier. But that's not how it works in our brain. It's like, how do you really want to feel, connect to that feeling? And you'll know when you're feeling it, right? And that, that feeling really has nothing to do with your weight. Yes, as if, if you are really overweight and you're going to have more, less pain in your body and you're going to have better mobility, of course, you're going to feel better but we're taking it from the wrong approach. So coming back more to that curiosity, wonderment and exploring this new way. And at the end of all of my uh, workouts, I take everyone through a visualization, which I like to call kind of like a, because meditation is something that everyone is familiar with. So I use that word, but it's a reperspectiving because if we continue to experience life through the very lens that we've always been looking at it, it's going to be hard to make those changes mm. last. So it's a three to five minute re-perspective where I take you through this connection back to who you really are and what you really are and connection with that nature and really thinking about how do you want to express that energy into this day? But first of all, harnessing the energy because you just worked out, right? This is you rebuilding your, your, your batteries, you plugging in your batteries. And we, I know that I always did. I looked at exercise as something that I should do, something that is good for me because it's going to be healthy but I didn't see it as plugging in and mm. co-creating energy in my body. So in the end of that workout, in that re-perspectiving, how do I want to express this energy into this day? How do I want to harness it for my life first? So start with you. How do you want to harness it for your own purpose and passions? And of course, your own longevity and well-being. And then like all the people that you see every day that you love, those that you love that you don't see that, you know, don't live here. 
and also the people that you're going to walk into walk by on the street or at the grocery store or wherever you are. So when you think of it as like, this is energy that I'm, that I'm harnessing and spending, then we're going to be more thoughtful. Like I just worked out, oh, I just worked for this. Right. So how do I want to, um, align it? And then, um, so these are, you know, shorter mo movement, uh, activities with that repurposing. And it's not like you have to do that every day, but maybe you're doing stretch on the other days that you're not working out. Right. So giving these stretch sequences for all different, like maybe you have a hip opener or shoulder opener, all these movements that are going to get you into your body. So you can breathe into your body, doing the perspectiving once a day for five minutes. These are all doable things. Mm -hmm. And then I have these nutrition, these um, body temple uh, sessions that are, again, are these educationals there, you know, you can come on to the call, learn about what's going on, ask questions, and then that'll be archived in the member site. I'm bringing in guest speakers. So Sasha is going to be one of my guest speakers coming in to share her expertise because it's not that I know everything. I want to share all of the wisdom that's out there, right? And bring it in more into a, a, a holistic experience, right? And maybe that, yeah, there's the nutrition and, and the exercise, but there's also the ways that we're thinking and feeling. There might be something... Um, you know, some of those pieces that are really going to speak to you specifically, because we are all unique and we're all in our own personal evolution. So this is designed to meet you where you are and evolve as you do. So it's not that you're broken and that we need to fix you. It's that everything that you've done up until this point has taught you something, has brought you to an awareness and whether you're happy with it or not is another story. But the, the, the realization is that now we can do something with it. That is your fertilizer for life. And let's use it rather than beat ourselves up even more. Let's move forward in a way that's more in that curiosity, wonderment and realigning. So I created this membership for women who are really ready to explore a new way of being in their bodies and want to finally feel at home in their bodies. Right. So let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about the obsession that women can have with their bodies the hate that they have for their bodies, the constant, it's like that, that's that thing that body freedom creates that space. So what have you found with women and their bodies? And like, let, let's speak to that. Like that's what you're saying when we were taught, when we, before we were recording, you're saying, I don't think like we aren't meant to be thinking about our bodies all the time. Right. Yes. Like that obsession yes. we have. So let's, 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 unpack yeah, that a little bit totally so what do you and what have you and do you come across that a lot I do come across it all the time and in fact when I tell people that like they ask me what I do for a living and I used to, you know I'm a personal trainer and I'm a comprehensive health coach and you know these things and it's like okay well I know what that means but what I actually do is I help women to um feel at home in their bodies and they just kind of go oh yeah <laughs> right I'm just kind of like I I want to feel that right mm. <laughs> right and like my own story, right? I, and people would, and that's the thing is that body shame and whatever we want to call it, right? You might still like, I don't have body shame now, but I still have those things, those ticks that are like, oh, oh, I got something going. Oh, you know, I'm feeling this or I should be feeling that. Oh, I'm getting, oh, I got some wrinkles. Oh, I got, you know, and it's, it's okay that that, but that's not going to run my life. It's not going to ruin my day. And I'm not going to step on a scale every single morning and have this number dictate whether I'm going to have a good day or a bad day. Right. Right. 
which is why I created the alignment skill workshop, the stepping into that whole, that how you want to feel and, and what you need to do in order to feel that way, right? Stepping into that mantra of what you want to experience, Mm -hmm. not this number, like who cares about the stupid number, Mm -hmm. right? But we do, we do as women, because we've been told that we need to look this way. We need to fit into this idea and we need to be these like beautiful sex goddesses that all the men are going to fall in love with, right? Like it's like, and it's what, what, how we evaluate ourselves and what we attach our value to. And like, and you could just see it with all the facial reconstruction going on and the, the injections and the, you know, the propping up and that like, it's just, it's gotten insane. Like, I really don't know, especially when you see a, a younger woman, like somebody in her twenties with these massive lips and these, this frozen face that doesn't yeah. move. And, you know, they're, they're just, it's, their whole identity is attached to their outer image. Yes. They don't know who they are. They don't. Right. right. Like, it, it's like they really truly don't. And I think this is why we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're it's July of 2021 and the craziest time the world has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it's been so easy. And I bring this up a lot, but it's, it's very clear that people don't know who they are. And when you don't know who you are, you're easily manipulated. Absolutely. And that's, and it goes in so many areas of our lives and, and we buy into this. So I'm really wondering what the 20 year old today who is, you know, enhancing all sorts of areas of their body, what they're going to look like and feel like, and how, what's going to be their mental, emotional state at at 50. Yeah. When they started like at 20 years old, I sure as hell did not think about ever like any kind of plastic surgery at all or anything like that. I hated my nose when I was in, in junior high. And I said, I'm going to get a nose job. As soon as I'm out of high school, I'm going to get a nose job. Wow. And when I was in high school, I kind of like, I hit puberty in grade eight, going into grade nine. And, you know, all of a sudden there was interest from boys (laughs) and I had relate, I was a long-term relationship kind of person in high school. And by the time I got out of high school, thankfully I was like, I'm, you know, people aren't looking at me like I'm some kind of, you know, circus clown or looking at me like I've got something like you got to do something yeah, about that. that well we both have a good you know we have a I think a significant yeah. nose right yeah but okay. you know what it's it, it would be weird if I didn't this is right. part of my whole this is part of who I am and so what I was going to say about that um that body shame whether we whatever we call it right is that it doesn't discriminate and so I have a whole program that I've created as well which I'm going to be launching in the fall which is really it was originally like um, nine weeks to sexy, whether I keep it that, cause that word sexy can be a bit of a trigger, but at the same time, it's the reason why I created it is that the physical part of it is the last thing that I talk about because your being sexy has nothing to do mm-hmm. with your physical body. How many times have you seen a woman walk into the room and she may be 50 pounds over the overweight, but you don't even see that, right? She just like She's commands attention it, just right? because you know, she is just like, yeah, I'm so juicy, man. I'm <laughs> oh yeah. Look at me, but not look at me. Right. But right. Like, it's like this. Oh yeah. It's just so in their joy. I think a woman like that probably doesn't care if they look at because no. they, they don't need that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's just this presence. And, and in, in fact, it's so rare that that's why there's attention. Cause it's kind of like, wow. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy, look at that confidence and that, you know, that juicy, that, that juicy to me means that just ripe, ripe, full of the wonderment and curiosity and ripe of like really just owning the experience of like, 
I get to live today and do whatever excites me in this moment, right? And, and, and I get to create something. I get to be a part of a community, whatever that might be. And then you might see a woman walk into the room and she might be like a model. She might be like a sports illustrated, right? But there's kind of like this, right. they're, they're, they're not, they're not uh, you can't engage with it. And there is, you can feel it, it's palpable, right? Mm-hmm. So body, and people have said, you know, like, well, what do you know about body shame, right? Like I'm in, I'm in great shape. Right. But it doesn't mean it doesn't discriminate and it doesn't mean that I haven't suffered from it. In fact, it consumed my life for a long time and I showed up as anorexia. I was I lost my period for a whole year and then um, it came back. And then when I was in my 20s, I went on the birth control pill or I think I went on even when I was younger. I went on my late teens. But after I got my period back. I was on the birth control pill. I went off when I was 27, I think it was. Lost my period for six years. Wow, six years. Six years. It just never came back. I had a lot of emotional stuff going on too, but I messed up my system with all of that, like dieting and over-exercising. So it took time to, to reconnect all of the dots and to really bring my body back into more harmony. And there's just so many layers to it, but we need to be gentle with ourselves on that journey too and know that, um, there's, there's, there's beautiful gifts to be revealed along the way. And if we can look at them as beautiful gifts and record, like when we have these aha moments of like, oh my God, I can't believe, like we finally see what we haven't been able to see before. And that might be like, oh my God, I really hated myself. Like, oh my God, I was like, so Mm. focused on, um, my physical body that that was the only value I had in this world. Right. When I was in grade nine, that time when I went from that puberty point, I was the same girl that left school in June and went back to school in September. And I kid you not, the, the male attention that I got when I got back to school was I did not know what to do with it. I was just like, wow. Cause I was the same person. I just came back to school, but now I have boobs. Right? <laughs> so the message that I got was I'm only valuable for my body. So I became hyper-focused on getting, getting that body and keeping that body. That's really ultimately that underlying and then living and trying to live in that perfection, right? I see perfection as an infection. It infects mm. every part of your life because you can't be present so in, the, in the moment. Yes. You can't take in what's available right now because it's like, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, take a segue from what I'm so hyper-focused on here, but that's where life is, is in these moments Right. And yeah. we had this conversation, uh, even yesterday, I think, and somebody, my friend was taking a photo and I looked at the photo after I'm like, not the best picture of me, but I don't care. Right. It's like, post it, do whatever you want with it. I don't care. I, I do live videos. And then I look at it afterwards and the lighting was terrible. And it's like, you know, shows every line on my face. It's like, who cares really? Right. right. You know, because I remember that that energy and that vitality and that joy that I bring through my life every day is what matters. And that just like, how free is that? How free is that? Like, I know people that they will not post anything unless it goes through all the right facelift filters. (laughs) It's like, well, it's not even real. Like, like what, who cares? It's like, it's, it's false advertising, you know, it's just, but to not care, like how free is that? And I can't say that I, I totally am totally not care. Like definitely I've, if I've gained a little bit of weight or something, I feel it all the time and I want that off. 
but I won't attach my value to it. I won't right. obsess about it. I've never had an eating disorder. It's just a barometer anything you, right? like that. But it is it's like, okay, this is not my comfort zone yeah. for sure. But mm-hmm. but I do think about it a lot and it's heavy until it's gone. It's like, oh, it's gone. I don't mm-hmm. think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that being said, what I also wanted to bring out when you were talking about the women coming in might be larger. I think also what we're heading towards is everything is okay. Mm-hmm. But yes. if you are grossly overweight, which is a serious issue these days, mm-hmm. then you are not a healthy person. Yes. doesn't mean you have to be totally fit and lean and, and whatever, whatever percentage of body fat, but that excess yeah. weight will also signify blood sugar issues, liver issues, you know, potential heartache, like, yes. right. So that's really important as well to not make absolutely everybody. Is. Okay. Because yes. every, we can't offend anybody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. So true. I'm glad that you brought that up. And it's something that I, I was, uh, speaking about in one of my, um, one of my interviews before. And it's, it's, yeah, it's that, it's it's like permission, right. But it's like, it doesn't give you just permission to like, oh, well, so, you know, this is just, this is just me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you want to start off from a place of like allowing yourself to be where you are, but with that, with that momentum, with that out of devotion to yourself, like is, you know, carrying this extra 40 pounds, and, you know, not really making those significant changes that are going to move the needle in your health, right? You might work out every day, but are you, you know, stopping at McDonald's every day? Are you eating, you know, a bag of Doritos every night? You know, are you pounding back, you know, pop or, you know, drinking excessive amounts of coffee and alcohol, like all of these things, because often behind all that is that, you know, whatever that addiction is or whatever that, you know, that we're getting from it, right, is what we really need to look at. And I love that devotion to yourself. That's the thing. Like I work with some clients, but I'm so tired of doing that, but I am potentially going to work with somebody. And she's like, my body is my temple. And I just need somebody to help me stay on track. And that's the attitude. It doesn't mean you don't have to be perfect, Yeah. but this deserves your care and attention and devotion. It's the one body you have in this lifetime. It is right. Like, yes. Why do we mistreat it so much? Yeah. You know, and, and I realized when I was younger, when I was obsessed about certain things about my body, it literally took me until I think a few years ago to realize that the things that I was obsessing about is structural. Like I wanted to have this curvy waist. I wanted to have, but I'm short-waisted, right? Like I don't have a long torso. Mm-hmm. There, my rib and my hip bone are literally this far apart. <laughs> right, right, right. So you don't have the, <laughs> right. right. Yes, yes, yes. So, unless I want to do the share thing and like remove oh, well, a rib you, or two. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah, no, but it's just like, oh my God, like, why was I so hyper? Like, I couldn't even see that my own body structure doesn't even allow for that. Right. And to just recognize like, it's in like, whether that's small boobs, whether that's like, whatever that is. And just like you were saying about, you know, girls doing things a lot younger. I was at my hairdressers uh, a couple months ago and she was saying how she overheard these two girls. They were 16 Oh no. And they were talking about, they can't wait until they can shave their collarbones. And what, what does that mean? What do you mean? I don't, shave I don't know bones? something with their collarbone. I know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And, and, oh, wow. and get fillers and all this stuff. And they were 16 years old. Oh, see, that makes me so sad. Yeah. I think that Oh, and that's the thing. Parents and mamas, I think we have to be role models to show mm-hmm. that that is not what counts. Yeah. Like it's what kind of value are we following our passions? Are we living? Are we owning ourselves? Are we 
you know, are we living a healthful life? But that, yeah. that makes me really sad. Yeah, it that is. age, like mm-hmm. that's just, that's just a, a, the beginning of a, a roller coaster of, yeah. of unhappiness. Yeah. You know, yeah. and as a, a mother of a daughter and, you know, being very conscious of the things that she puts value on. And even though I can't, you know, put it, you know, on myself that I'm going to, you know, be able to mold her exactly the way that I think she should, she's going to make choices that she'll learn from. Yeah. Right. So I think wherever you are on your journey or what you've experienced or what you've done or what you are currently doing at the very least, my invitation is to that again, that get curious about why you're choosing that. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like, I think about Gabor Mate in Vancouver and how he created these injection sites where, where people who um, have addiction can go and safely inject or drink or whatever it is, like whatever we're doing, we're doing because that is helping us to not feel the trauma or the experience of something. Right. And we're human beings. We are doing our best. So even if you're going to get Botox and you're getting your boobs filled and you're getting butt lifts and all those kinds of things, at least if you can take one step towards loving yourself, one step towards embracing that there's this magnificence available inside you that wants to be seen for exactly how you are, that there's nothing broken, there's nothing wrong with you. And to step into, I have goosebumps right now. to step into a community of women that also want to support that journey. Oh, that's, and that's big. And that's, and so that's why your program is such a beautiful place to to have that, right? Because that's the thing. If, what was I listening to the other day? And they were saying, if your community isn't supporting where you want to go, then that's not your community. If you're going against the grain of that community and they're not supporting you and it's not a harmful thing for you, then you need to find your community because you can't do all these things alone. Yeah. Right. And you can't, and if you're in this community that values all this stuff that you're trying to move away from, then it's time to find. And now more than ever, when we're being pushed further and further apart from each other, right. That is one of the biggest things is finding our people. Exactly. Right. And that is also like building in the space for that new way of exploring yourself. And coming back to our nature, our cyclical nature, coming back to, you know, we've had this conversation before about how in North America, we have lost ritual. We have lost ceremony and sacredness and like rites of passage and all this stuff. And so bringing back more ritual, like maybe it is having, you know, uh, more awareness around the moon cycles and maybe you're, you know, doing a full moon prayer or, you know, lighting a candle on the floor. Like it just, it can just be one little thing, you know, planting, you know, if you don't have a garden, then plant some herbs in a pot, like get back to nature. I think that the biggest challenge that we are having right now with all of this craziness, I don't even want to say the word, um, (laughs) is that we are so divorced, as I mentioned from our nature. And so remembering that we are, we came from a virus. We're surrounded 
by billions and billions. Like we are not meant to be afraid of our environment. And again, that's that whole thing about not feeling at home in our bodies. Well, yeah, when our environment, and if you're, if you're watching TV all the time, and if you're like plugging in to that source, plug more into your own source and tap in, feel the earth beneath you, lay on her, let her tell you, mm-hmm. and you tap into your own wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like these small, small little rituals, right? They all have large impact. They move big doors. And I love that word ritual rather than routine. Mm-hmm. So boring, but that the ritual brings the sacredness back. Yes. Right? Yes. And the gratitude and the awareness, mm-hmm. you know, like where's our awareness these days? And we, we just go about our day. We go in our cars, we go in our buildings, we grab food from the grocery store. We have no idea what's going on out there. It's longer days, shorter days. It's cold. It's hot. It's different kind of foods available. It's, you know, we, we don't, we like, I remember reading this book to my son about it's called the education of little tree. And it was about, he was half Aboriginal in the U.S. Can't remember which tribe he was from, but oh my God, what a beautiful, beautiful book. And you just see how the natives, they would watch, they would know what is coming in the nature. They would know when to plant because they knew there were signs in nature that told them, oh no, this is too early. Whereas, you know, white man over there was trying to do something because it was this date and at this time not paying attention to anything with the signs around them and their crops would fail or you know they just they couldn't make it go whereas the natives that knew the land and knew the signs knew how to communicate and to listen just knew they yeah. just did it and it wasn't because oh it's may long weekend we got to plant right like this exactly. what we do in calgary it's like people just plant because it's may long weekend, weekend. It's like there's there's <laughs> other factors to take into account yeah there are and so that sacred is that knowing that connection because we are of mm-hmm. the earth we are nature mm-hmm. right and we're so oh. taking ourselves out of it yeah so i want to ask so i think i know but yeah you call yourself a comprehensive health coach so can you explain what that means so yeah. So basically integrating some of like, rather than just, you know, I want you to move more and I want you to like, you know, if there is the adding in, which is always going to be, you know, just add in more good stuff, right. That's going to be helpful, but that comprehensive health coaching is more looking at that whole, what's all showing up. And what is that metabolic mayhem that I was talking about earlier? What is that metabolic metabolic mayhem that is showing up that is sabotaging your ability to feel good, um, you know, think clearly, sleep well, uh, less pain, all that kind of stuff. And I have, you know, like I'm a human being. That's the other thing I want to say here. It's not that I have, you know, I'm living this perfect, whatever perfect is. Well, right? I think that's part of your evolution. Yes. Cause you went from that stringent, rigid lifestyle and now you don't, you look amazing. Mm. You're happy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're sharing your gifts with the world and you are a lot more, you just flow yeah. with whatever's coming and you're not rigid with what's going into it, but you, you're very conscious Yes, and you eat very well and everything, but it's not that rigidity, yeah, right? Exactly. And to be in the flow. Originally, I was going to call my business flow evolution because that, you know, it was like, oh yeah, that, that spoke to me. It's like, I just want to be in flow in my life. But you know, what does that really mean? And really we are on our own personal evolution and that I'm, you know, because I was so rigid, I kind of moved over this way a little bit. And then I'm kind of, you know, it's like finding, it's not about the word, the word balance to me feels a little bit like 
mediocrity. And mm. why I say that is because it's not about having everything in balance. It's sometimes my, I need to dive more into my business stuff, or I might need to dive more into like looking at my spiritual connection, or I might need to dive into letting go of rigidity, right? So that might mean, okay, you know, I'm going to put Bailey's in my coffee every morning. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> there's a truth to that. That's why I love it. Right. But it's like doing it and going, you know what? I didn't, you know, my life didn't fall apart because I put Bailey's in my coffee. Right. I didn't put on 50 pounds because I. Right. right. And that's the thing. And how many people would would just punish themselves? Oh, my gosh. Right? And then they yeah. think about it. And that would be like what they've done. I always tell people the next day is always a new day to, to create a new decision, a new habit. But the same thing is, is if you've made that decision, then you love it. That, that punishment is so much more harmful oh, than the choice of having made it in that the first was, place. That was my, that was my poison. Is that, that punishment that like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, and that constant self-flagellation. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. well, this is amazing. So, yeah. how do people find out about you? Where where do they find so, you? So, personalevolution.ca is my website. Um, on there, I also have a free ebook if you want to sign up, and it is um, the three keys to unleashing optimal health, vitality, and body freedom. So, that's a great place to start, and then um, you'll be on my email list, and I'll be sending you more information. If you go onto that website and go to membership page, <clears throat> which is www.personalevolution backslash body freedom now, uh, that will take you to the member site and uh, tell you what's available there. And it's only $39 a month. Like, it's okay, <laughs> people. Seriously. And I saw what's available to you for $39 a month. And that might change. Yes. It's right. Yeah, it's it, for the first. It's, it's, it's my introductory offer, right? I want to get exposure to as many women as I can get the community rolling and going. Um, and I want that to be an incentive too, is like, yes, this is something like, what is, what is $39 a month? And I know that we all have different um, uh, levels of financial freedom, right? But what are you willing to let go of that you can step into, you know, maybe you're not buying a coffee every day, right? Whatever that is, right? What, what, what's it worth to you? Right. Well, that's massive, massive value. Mm-hmm. You get a lot mm-hmm. for that yes. amount. Exactly. And then within this program, like I said, I'd be, I am always adding more information, more like body temple sessions and guest speakers it's updated every couple of weeks. You get an email to let you know what's going on. And again, that onboarding session alone, right? To have, right? To really have somebody with you. I'm here to help you, right? I understand the process of where you might be and just meet you where you are. And then the other, obviously, so I'll be having my, um, the body shame program. I'm going to be launching that in the fall as well. So if you don't have a solid foundation, right? You can eat well and do all these things, right? But if you don't have that solid foundation of that self-love and coming from that and healing and understanding what it really means to heal that, that program may speak to you. And I'll be launching that. And if you sign up for my uh, ebook, that'll be a great way again that I can get a hold of you or just send me a contact. There's a contact uh, page on my website, reach out, say, Hey, this is what you talked about. And just say, um, a sovereign collective, maybe in the, uh, in this, in the subject line. And, um, 
I'll send you, how about this? I will send you a link to the alignment scale workshop for free. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All righty. We got mm -hmm. a special bonus here. So mm -hmm. guys, Susan, I've known Katharina for a long time and I know her way and I know her passion and her wisdom. There's so much wisdom here. I think wisdom is lacking mm. in our society today. We've got all these old people with no wisdom. <laughs> we need to bring back wisdom. So if this speaks to you in any way, please reach out. She, she, I know her program can help you most so much. And because she knows she's been through it, right? She's been through it. She knows how you're feeling. If you're not loving it in your body, if you're punishing yourself, or she also just has the mechanics to help you just get on track to help you, you know, your eating and your movement and everything else. And also that the other part, even like there's that, that spirit connection to your feminine nature, right? Like that's, that's a really important thing. And we're not, I don't know. We need to recultivate that. Absolutely. Right. Living in this masculine world. Yeah. Masculine women. That is demasculating men. At the uh, yes. Right. It's kind of removing the genders in general. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. I think like life doesn't perpetuate without gender, right? The plants, the animals, people, all of us, we're all gender is just our nature. I mean, in chemistry, working with glassware, there's a male end and there's a female end, right? In electricity, there's a male end and a female end. It's, it's like, it's everywhere. So cultivating that feminine nature is really a big part and, mm -hmm. and all will benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So Yay. Is that it? I yeah. think that's great. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so oh, much. Thank oh, you so much. So much to learn, so yeah. much to know. And mm -hmm. find your community peeps because there's people out there doing amazing things like Katharina. So thanks for tuning in and be sure to connect with her and learn more about how to learn to love yourself. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. See you in the next one. Bye.